Hello everyone. Do you ever find that there are a lot of Q and A's on the internet, but it's mostly a lot of unanswered Q's and not enough sufficient A's? Well, that's where we come in. Do you like hearing about how you can manage better relationships in life, love, and work? Do you like would-you-rather questions? Do you like hypothetical situations? Do you like laughing, maybe crying? And do you like hearing lots of swear words? Then this show is definitely for you. Can we make you smile at least once during this show? You know what? That's our cue. So welcome everybody to the new pilot episode of That's Our Cue. Uh, I had a really catchy uh, opening line for this, but I can't remember how it went. Uh, I have my friend Josh here. Josh, say hi. Hi. Josh is my friend of 21, 2, 1, 5? Decades. Yeah, 20 plus. 20 plus years, and we've never done a podcast together. So we're going to do a show where we give... Oh, I almost had it. It's where under... Un, how, what do you think of this catchphrase, Josh? Where unqualified people give quality answers or, uh, to questions from the internet. I, oh, fuck, I had it. It's a, I'm working on a catchphrase. <laughs> right. Offer Strong's fart. Yeah, yeah. I thought... I, I Man, it sounded so cool in my head, but I hadn't said it out loud yet. Fuck. Anyway, so the concept is that we're going to be taking questions eventually from fans. We have a f- couple people that already kind of sent us some ideas. And then... Um, we're also going to be mostly answering questions from internet forums like Quora and uh, Reddit, and then just giving our two cents, even though nobody asked for it. Um, so, Josh, you ready for our first question on the on the show? Go for it. Okay, let's fucking do this. Um, question number one. This one's from Quora. It's under. Um, actually, I don't know what this is under because I didn't save it, but it's from a gal named Lisa, and she says. I invited my husband's family for Thanksgiving. No one ate my meal, and it was really embarrassing. I later found that my mother-in-law cooked a large meal and fed everyone before they arrived to my house. Should I say something? What should I do next year? So she made she invited her husband's family for Thanksgiving, the in-laws, mm-hmm. and nobody ate her food because they mm-hmm. ate before they got there. Mm-hmm. What should, should she say something, Josh? Uh, well, the, the, the thing is, is did they already have like a longstanding family tradition of where they would, um, you know, just, just the immediate family get together and eat? Um, because I used to do that when my grandparents was, were, were still alive. We would always go down there, uh, and, and have like a dinner and then, maybe go to visit some other relatives and that was kind of like when you make rounds at christmas like you have right. multiple houses to visit right right and 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 that, that was just a tradition um so if it, you know i don't think she should take it personally if that was already a tradition that that they were just doing like normal um do you mean the in-laws if yeah, they the had in-laws. A yeah yeah if the in-laws already had a tradition well, then they're still going to do that tradition because people are just naturally set in their ways. Um, but uh, but but in this particular circumstance, they're saying it's not that they went elsewhere to visit and ate. They cooked and ate at their house before going to their home for Thanksgiving. Right. But and then but but that's another thing is is that before you do your holiday rounds is some people just like to eat before they they go out. 
So do they really? Is that a thing? People eat before they go to other Thanksgiving dinners. I, I mean, you know, if it, like I said, if if uh, they just have like like immediate, like a like a intimate thing with right. like just immediate family before you go to visit the in laws, before you go to visit extended family. Right. So you're saying like if the if her in laws like I'm assuming they just mean the mother and the father in law. Right. Um. She invited her husband's parents over to eat. Right. Although then again, it could be brother and sisters, too. It doesn't really say it just says that the mother in law cooked a large meal and fed everyone. So I'm assuming it's like their kids or what or, or what their other children. Right. Um, and fed everyone before they arrived. Right. So you're saying if they already said, hey, you know what? Come over to eat. You know, you're right. It could be another thing where like maybe this Lisa, like not Lisa, you're never going to hear this. This was posted a long time ago. Right. But like um, Lisa, maybe, you know, I don't know if you set the right parameters here. You know what I right. mean? Like if they're already having a, a family thing and you're the excluded one, like, do you go there every time? Because I don't understand if like she said, hey, this year I want to host Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then. The yeah, in-laws like, like show up full. It's like, well, I think that's kind of messed up. Right, right. But it, it, if it's like, hey, you just want to come over uh, for Thanksgiving. You didn't establish right. that you were going to make the meal. And like I said, is is they could have just, you know, had an intimate, just immediate family member or family dinner. Like, like just, just the, you know the the mother uh the father and their children the Holy may, right. may, maybe maybe the grandchildren as well or whoever goes over there but if they already you know have a tradition of hey we're just going to have this dinner then maybe it was on uh her husband or 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 wife or whatever uh her her partner um Maybe her partner should have taken her to the in-laws. Right. So, so I think maybe, yeah, I think we're missing some information here, but it, like, I think that there's an instance in which either not enough information was conveyed or the mother-in-law like misunderstood or they did it out of spite, which I mean, then again, people can be spiteful, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, either way, it sounds like there wasn't a good enough communication. Yeah. And so to answer the question, should I say something? Do you think that she should say something? Um, if they knew beforehand and the, the mother-in-law was just being a spiteful bitch, then yeah, say something. But if it's, if it's a case of unclear, just not enough communication, then I wouldn't say anything and maybe, you know, ask, ask her partner, Hey, was this already, you know, a family tradition where they just have a small intimate dinner. Right. If so, then, you know, Hey, I don't need to cook a big meal for everyone. Right. Um, yeah, I, my input on that is, like I said, I think there's not enough information. However, I think that I don't understand why people are so afraid just to fucking talk, you know, like, just like say, hey, you know, why didn't you guys eat? Or hey, you know, maybe I was unclear last time. I was hoping I could cook the Thanksgiving dinner. So like, would you guys want to eat at my house next time? Yeah. But they're like, what should I do next year? I'm like, well, I mean, what are you going to wait a whole a whole twelve months before you say something at the next Thanksgiving? Well, I don't. Yeah. 
I don't think I don't think it you know, like need to immediately bring something up, but maybe you know, right toward towards next Thanksgiving, you think about it and go, hey, I, you know, I can make a Thanksgiving dinner this this year if you want. Um, just let me know, and then yeah, there won't be you, that ambiguity. Yeah, I tell you what, my non-existent lawyer always tells me is get it in writing. So next time that you're gonna do this or if you want to try because again there's other events between thanksgiving and you know the next thanksgiving so um and that sentence was stupid there are other events <laughs> before next year so like you know you could be wanting to do an easter dinner you may want to do christmas in december you may be wanting to do you know all that other goofy shit there you know, that humans do right so if, um, if they're christian or whatever secular or religious or secular holidays sure there could be there could be birthdays there could be other gatherings that they're like hey you know fucking let's uh um let's get together and do x or y you know and these things could just keep reoccurring so get it in writing say send it in a mass text or send it in a in a in an email and just that way you have it in writing you know right. we're scrolling over there buddy Oh, you can hear that? <laughs> yeah, what are you scrolling over there, pal? You playing some Diablo? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Especially not with how Blizzard's been fucking that series up. Well, hey, hey, listen, listeners, if you got some questions or comments about Blizzard, go ahead and... Well, we don't actually have a dedicated Twitter page yet because we're just experimenting. So just send it to at RollPlayersWin. That's R-O-L-L Players Win. And just say, hey, I got some thoughts on, uh, uh, on, on Blizzard. <laughs> Let me know. Uh, or hashtag TOQ, which is what I'm experimenting with. Um, so anyway, um, I think we sufficiently answered that question, Josh, don't you? Yeah, uh, as well enough as we could with the limited information we had. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, here's one that's a little bit more, obje- oh, I shouldn't say objective, subjective, right? Right. This one is from Clarence. Clarence Coleman is the name. He works at retirement, so says Quora. <laughs> so... Um, he asks, is very straightforward, is it weird to date a girl that is taller than you? No. Which I chose this specifically because it popped up so many times on Quora, dude. It's everywhere. I don't know why really? there's a stigma. It's every fucking where. Really? Women asking it, men asking it. It's just like, I, like, 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 it, like, I don't know. I honestly don't under, I, I mean, I'm of middling height, so, you know. I meet people bigger or taller or and shorter than me all the fucking time because I'm like right in the middle. But it's like, 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 why is height a thing? Like, like, why do you care? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I try to look at it from the perspective of like, like, I know that there are really tall women out there who like on dating apps and on online forums and on their their TikToks or whatever it is that maybe they'd be talking about this shit is that they say. Like I'm on the dating apps right now, right? And I can't tell you how many times I've seen women say, "I'm five eleven, so no short guys," you know. And I'm just like, "Well, I mean, the average height of the of, of the American male lately is like five eight or five nine. So, like, if you're one of those really tall Amazonian women, first of all, be proud of it. Second of all, you know, again, I get that you have your preferences and your attractions, but I feel like you're really narrowing your pool if it's like. You know, I don't want to feel like the man. I'm like, I don't understand that. At the same time, there's men who like this is a man asking the question. I I believe uh, Clarence is the name. So like, let's assume they're a man. And they're like, is it weird to date a girl that's taller than you? Like, would that make you feel any sort of way? 
Like I, as a man yourself, I I mean as as a as, as a as a man myself, um, I like I said, I'm of middling height. So Probably like what five seven five eight? So like five nine. I'm I'm, a, I'm like right five at nine. five nine. Okay. Um, ladies, so, <laughs> right? Um, but no. Uh, so you know, like 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 being at the mean height. Um, median, mean, I, I can't, I can't, I can never remember which one's which. (laughs) I think mean is average. I think median is the middle. All right. So I think, Um, I think mean is what you're looking for. Right. But anyway, is like, I'm always, you know, meeting people either taller or shorter than me. So I, you know, I really never take too much stock in height. So it wouldn't bother you if like, if you met a gal who was interested in you and she's like six foot tall. Oh no, it wouldn't bother me. It it might it might it it might get a little awkward, for lack of a better How term. So? If if she, well no I, not not for the six foot. I'm talking for someone portioned like fucking I don't know bayonetta because <laughs> because her her legs are like a fucking like a, she she's like fucking like nine foot tall. Is she really? Uh, she, I would actually have to look up. Oh well, I, all right. If they're nine foot tall, then I can see why that would be yeah, a problem. It would be. <laughs> it would be a little awkward if she's like nine foot tall and I'm only like five nine. But if she's right, like, but if there's only like a like, six inch discrepancy, yeah, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Like even even a, even a foot wouldn't be wouldn't weird me out. Yeah, honestly, uh, yeah. I I mean, I understand that there's kind of like this. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, this uh not uh you know the, the word where it's like a stigma there's like a stigma around people or the idea that like the man has to be bigger and he has to be the protector and he has to be the provider or whatever but like man we're modern dudes i gotta say at least from our perspectives clarence no man it's not weird to date a tall girl at all um so josh i was thinking before we continued um that i wanted to try a new segment out i want to try a couple different segments out throughout the series so i was hoping that i could get your opinion on one I have thing that I wanted to do. Well, actually, I don't have a name for it. My placeholder name is why do we say this shit? Um, And it's really just to go through like different idioms and phrases of why do we say the stuff we say in modern America? Well, in the modern world, really, because a lot of people say this shit. Josh, I wanted to. Do you know why we where we get the term uh, break a leg? Uh, I knew at one point, I believe it's. It's it was from theater folk who were just superstitious as hell. So it's like, uh, oh, if you say something, you know, if you say like good luck or something, you'll 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 jinx the whole thing and it'll it'll be fucky in one way or another. But if you if you say hey, like break a leg, uh, that's kind of like reverse psychology on it. Uh huh. Well, yes, there. That's very good. That is a big part of where a lot of people theorize that came from. Um, yeah, they they felt that if you said something good, like they like even some more superstitious people in the olden times of the 1920s thought it was more like it invokes the, the evil eye. So saying good luck was actually a bad favor to do. Um, but um, there was uh, there's another theory that in 1921 it was about. Uh, horse racing so um because long before like they they ever used it in on stage there were um 
they would say like they felt also superstitiously when like they'd be like, well, hey, you know, every time somebody said once said, what was the name? I think he said his name was Robert Winsett, Wilson Lind, who I don't know who the fuck that is. But he said that if you were unlucky in a horse race, it's because somebody probably said good luck to you. So they said you should say something insulting, such as may you or your horse break their leg, you know, <laughs> and so um that was like one of the first times that anybody ever documented that, like in writing, like, and like, I think this was in like some sort of old newspaper about like interviewing like a horse racer. What are they called? What are horse racers called? Jockeys. Jockeys. Um, I knew that. Um, all right. How about this one then? Let's go to our other questions. Um, we've got, this is one that I was really excited to talk about. It says it's from a hash r slash no stupid questions from reddit uh it's from that section and it's posted by tiny pickled joe the question says american men do you wash your ass in the shower um and there's a little little snippet here that says hello i a 19 year old female with a name called tiny pickled joe very funny um i had a conversation with my boyfriend today who's 19 male about hygiene Somehow during the conversation, the topic of washing your ass in the shower popped up to which he replied that it was weird and that it is not a normal thing for people to do, American men specifically. He believes that it is a strange it is strange for a straight man to have his hands but in between his cheeks. I explained to him that wiping is okay, but it is important to wash while showering. He disagrees. So American men, please tell me if you wash your asses in the shower. Josh do you wash your ass in the shower? Yes. Like, like don't be, <laughs> don't be fucking an uh, unhygienic bastard. Wash your ass. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna make that. I'm gonna call that the title of this episode. <laughs> just wash your ass. Just, just wash your ass. Like, no one's asking you to go like, like fucking give yourself a full enema, but like, wash your ass. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. And I read. I had to think about it, and I realized, Josh, I not to get too graphic, but I don't get like really deep in there. But I definitely like you know get like finger to finger to sphincter at least to make sure I'm getting down in there. You know, like I'm not getting just like the surface. I'm like getting betwixt. You know what I mean? I don't know how deep you go in there. You don't use it. Do you use your washcloth when you get up in there? I know we Western Pennsylvanians sometimes use wash rags. <laughs> right. No, like, 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 like I'll, I'll clean. Like I don't like go fingers deep in there, <laughs> but like I, like I wash, like I wash back there, you know? Yeah. I, and, and I think it's really weird to say straight men don't wash their ass. I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any like, sense like like whatsoever. Again, no one's, no one's asking you to fucking go full enema. Yeah, for real. But, you know, but wash your ass. I mean, if you, especially if you have like one of those removable shower heads that can do like a, the pulsating action, just rip that bad boy down, turn it on pulsate and just turn it about 90 degrees and then just fire it up there at least. You know, give yourself like a little, you know, like you're spraying out the tires of your car, you know, just get between the crack, man. That's what it's, you know, shit collects in there, like quite literally sometimes. Right. I like, like, I don't like, I don't think that's American man. I think that her boyfriend is just a fucking moron. Yeah. And I'm wondering why I'm wondering why this person particularly said American men specifically don't wash their ass like. 
Like, I don't know why he leans so hard into American men don't. American straight men don't wash their ass. Um, so I just, it's such a, it's such an odd thing. Yeah. It sounds like your boyfriend is like just fucking filthy or he's trolling you. Like, I don't know how serious he was being, but I mean, he might be, you know? Um, but here's a tip. Here's what I do. I'm not going to get too graphic, but I'll tell y'all how I wash my bum. Okay. So after I lather up my shampoo and my hair, there's a bunch of soap left on my hands. And instead of just rinsing it off in the shower, I put some under my armpits to get the little hairs under there nice and clean. You know, try to get a little extra suds under the old armpits. And then I put the rest right down the crack of my ass and just let it wash all, wash all of the impurities down the, down the tube. That's how I do it. It's really easy. And you have like a little barrier between the soap and your hands. That way you can feel that bubbly clean it, cleanliness down there. So there you go. If wait, you don't wash your ass or if you think it's too weird, that's how I do it. Wait, wait, you do it with shampoo? Yeah, dude. I use I, head and shoulders, I, I, but it's also head, shoulders, and ass crack. <laughs> like, like I just use a regular bar of soap and a washcloth. You just you put a bar of soap down there? No, I I put the soap on the washcloth. <laughs> oh, that's your, that's your like you're like like rubbing the soap down there and then taking the cloth and just like you know finishing the job. You know? No, no. I feel no. like that get really irritating. Like I'm, I'm I don't use bar soap as much because I get really it gets dry down there. But we can sufficiently. Now, let me ask you this. Um, if you're taking a tub bath, do you think it's sufficient just to be sitting in the tub full of soapy water? Is that enough to wash your ass? No, you have to scrub. <laughs> you don't have to use the, the rough end of a sponge, fellas. You just have to get in there. Y yeah. Any other advice for ass washing before we move on, Josh? No, let's just. For <laughs> God, please move on. OK. OK. All right. Uh, next question comes from uh, Z Hamid. Um, he has three biological children and three stepchildren. Uh, and this was a four-year-old post. So I'm sure that he's been waiting four years for our answer. So we'll see if we can help you, Z. Um, he says, my 16-year-old has a full beard and won't shave. So I guess he's now 20 years old. But at the time, he was 16 years old, had a full beard, and wouldn't shave. What should I do? How do I get him to shave it off? Should I just do it myself while he's asleep? No, because that is a good way to inflict harm. Like, like, like if someone twitches in, the, in their sleep and you got a fucking razor to their face, that's a good way to slice open their face. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, even if they're using like an electro, uh, an electric razor, I don't want to be, I mean, how, I mean, you can't use that because you're definitely going to wake him up unless he sleeps like a log. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, could you imagine what, what would you, if somebody was, if you woke up to somebody with a razor in their hand trying to shave you, how would you even react to that? Um, calling the authorities <laughs> on your dad. If it was your dad, <laughs> what if I, your dad was like I, shaving you in your sleep? I, I, I would say, hey, this crazy motherfucker has a razor blade to my throat. <laughs> he did. I mean, it's true. I, I mean, I don't even know how you would go about doing that. Z, buddy, I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, listen, if anybody's out there thinking about shaving, Outside of doing like a jackass video where like, the, you know, you shave someone's beard in their sleep for fun, you know? Yeah, don't. I mean, even that's dangerous, but at least we'll get content out of it. But don't, <laughs> you know, especially don't use an actual like we razor. We, we don't. In, we don't endorse this, by the way. We, we just no. don't. <laughs> shut up. We right. Don't endorse right. <laughs> right. Don't say that like two 
to uh, semi-educated men on the internet told you it was fine. And that's like where you get your information from. This is just for content, folks. This isn't, you know, you can take it or leave it. We're not professionals. Yeah, everything said on this show is satire. Most. I would say like 80% of it is satire. Don't shave your son's beard. That's for real. Yeah. (laughs) Don't shave your son. Uh, yeah, it's just, you, I don't even know how you just, would even do that. Just bum them a five, shave it off. There you go. Yeah, pay. That's, yeah. That's your answer. Or, or maybe take them camping and then ask them to like, I don't know, be the one that gets the fire going. And then maybe you put some, uh, what's that shit that you put on grills on there? Lighter you know? fluid. Lighter again, satire. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe he lights it and then boof, there goes the beard. You know, like you got to get creative. You can't shave it, but if it looks like an accident, then hey, you know, what's he going to do? Leave little patches of see, but then you risk maybe he's just not that self conscious of a person, and now he's got like burn beard and it looked grosser, and like now you have that to deal with. So, just think about it, okay? You know, just. If you're going to do it, you got to come up with some Tom and Jerry shit um, to do it. All right. And finally, we got one more question. Um, this one is a very straightforward question, I think, Josh. So I'm going to, I'm going to, it's very open ended. So this is from Ruth Calvin. Okay. Um, she's a former antique dealer. Actually, it says former, former antique dealer. So I'm guessing that means that she still antiques. Okay. Um, And this one was posted two Saturdays ago. So this one's still pretty fresh. So Ruth, you may hear us. Um, Would one ply toilet paper do the trick? If you want, what are your thoughts? If you want someone to never use your bathroom again, then yes, one ply is fine. (laughs) That's, that's the, that's the, that's the deterrent, the best deterrent for not using your shitter. Right. (laughs) Fucking one ply is awful. If, If you're thinking about, you know, Giving that shit to your family? Don't. Yeah, that's for like emergencies. That's for like when you run out of the two ply or the three ply and like we're at another toilet paper shortage and, you know, you got what you got. You're like, right. don't intentionally buy that for, you know, yeah. unless you're preparing for the apocalypse, <laughs> you know. Um, Josh, let me ask you this. This is a question from I don't know if I've ever shared the story with you, but have you ever cut a turd in half with your hand? No. Never? Why would I? Am I the only one that's ever done that? I've oh. never been in a situation where <laughs> I've ever had to do that. If you were, do you think you could? I mean, I guess. <laughs> like, like it's not that I lack the physical ability. <laughs> it, it's just, I just, I can't, I just can't imagine a scenario <laughs> where I would have to do that so so you know who michael is from achievement hunter for those of you who are video game nerds um michael from achievement hunter told a story one time when he was an electrician where he punched a turd several times in the toilet i can't remember the whole story but he said that he punched it with his knuckles and i felt so i felt so close to him because i have done that once myself (laughs) i don't remember why he said he had to punch it. it might be the same situation that i was in um but like for me, I was at this um, this gas station uh, here in Pennsylvania called Sheets. I don't know if they're anywhere else or not, um, but 
uh, I went there and I really had to just like, it hit me. I was just, I had to, I had to shite. And so I ran in there and the only stall that was free was the one on the right. So I pop in there, everybody else is doing their business. And there's like, it looks like somebody intentionally placed the world's biggest tur- turd I've ever seen, like across the bowl of the, like, the, like the base of the bowl, like not on the seat, but right. Like it stretches all the way from end to end. Like it's perfectly placed like a board like that you chop to get your fucking yellow belt in karate and or whatever color belts they give. And um, I'm just like, God, I felt weird shitting on top of it. Cause I was like, if I shit on top of it and it doesn't break, I'm making more of a mess for the next person or for the janitor. So it's like, I was nervous that my dookie wouldn't be heavy enough to break that dookie. And I also didn't want my butt cheeks to touch it. Cause it was really high up. So I was in a bit of a bind there, Josh. So like people judge me for this story, but like I tell it because I feel like I was a hero. So, you know, I did what I call the Cobra and I took a bunch of that one ply toilet paper and just mummified my right hand. And then like to the point where it looked like it was like a little snake, the way that I had my hand positioned. And I just did like a Cobra strike with my hand and then like chopped it right in half. It was like perfect. So then I was able to do my business, not feel like I was going to leave the janitor or something nasty to clean up, you know. But in that instance, the reason I tell the story, Joshua, and the reason why I chose this question is because one ply did the trick that day. What do you think of that? Uh, I think <laughs> I think I didn't need to hear that story. <laughs> you don't. You don't think I'm a hero? <laughs> and, uh, I think uh, not. No. no. Like, I look at it like, but, hey, you know, sometimes like if you well, see like somebody listen, throw trash by the listen, <laughs> listen. If you if you have to do what you have to do to keep from shooting your pants, that's fine. You're not a hero for it though. <laughs> Fine. Well, hey, you know what? <laughs> That's all the questions I com- I comprised, compiled, compiled is the word. Um, and so uh, I suppose that we can uh, wrap up here, Josh. I The other segment I had was like wisdom from Josh. Okay. So I was hoping maybe you could just come up with something that our listeners could try for the day or for the week to, you know, what do you think the listeners should know? What wisdom would you give them to end our first episode? Um, always run it by a lawyer first. All right, folks, I've been Adam. That's been Josh. Thanks for listening to the first episode of That's Our Q. And always remember to submit your questions to at RolePlayersWin on Twitter or hashtag TOQ. Oh, and hey, a big, big thank you to my friend James, a.k.a. Frenzy Junkus, for the use of our new theme song. Yeah. Anything else you want to say, Josh? Nope. Hey, look, Adam snuck a secret message into the theme song. And if you're still listening here, first of all, thank you. And I'm sure my friend Frenzy Junkus will also appreciate you listening to the rest of their theme song that they worked very hard on. Uh, But I also just want to say very quickly that I appreciate you. And if you're having a good day, that's wonderful. And if you're not, that's okay, too. Just know you can reach out and ask for help. You can text a friend, call a friend. You can message me on Twitter if you want. Or if you need that professional help, it's okay to seek that, too. Good mental health is sexy as hell. Ask anybody who's really paying attention. Um, Also, just communicate your feelings if you need to, all right? We're all here for you. And I'm glad that you're here and that you will continue to be here. 
Oh, and finally, as a favor, I want to ask, please put your shopping carts back and use your turn signals. The only thing sexier than caring about yourself is also being considerate of other people. Let's make the world a better place one turn signal at a time. Have a good one, folks.